Hello and welcome to the Women in Writing podcast. This show is all about how to become a so-called wealthy writer, which is the dream for a lot of women, for a lot of people out there. But it's obviously not that easy. <laughs> My name is Christina Yankee. I'm a freelance writer since 2008 and saying saying that like I feel kind of old but I'm in the business for a while. I focused on many different things. I had many different clients. I had many, many, many failures and many setbacks. And I'm here to tell you more about creating this beautiful life that you might desire. This beautiful life of writing from wherever, whenever, creating financial freedom so you can be with your family or your loved ones. You can create money from wherever. You can travel the world, writing, getting your message out there. And it's so, so, so important that we need, especially now in these times of AI rising, which, you know, is not a bad thing per se, but now we need human writers more and more. And I'm a strong believer that everyone that puts their mind and their heart into writing and follows the right strategy that they can succeed and become quote-unquote wealthy writers. So let's start. In my very first episode today, I am just going to talk a little bit about my background, about my failures, about what I want for you, but what I didn't have in terms of support when I started out back then in 2008. So my background is originally in hospitality. My family, as you might hear, I have a slight German accent mixed with a little bit of American because my husband is American and maybe a tiny bit of British because we're living in the British countryside as of right now. It's October in 2023 where I record this very first podcast and every week I will come out with new episodes Most of them might be solo. A lot of them might be with other women, inspiring women that are writers in many different categories because it's so important not to diminish this gift of writing and not to say that one writing niche is better than the other or more popular or you make more money. It's not about that. It's really about pursuing a meaningful job, this work, creating a life that you desire, doing something that you love. And this is writing. And a lot of people, a lot of women have this talent, like this creative talent, but they don't know where to start. And I was there and it made me so sad when I started out. I did all the things that you might have tried, that you might do right now, looking for clients, creating wealth, if that is one of your goals. And I just have to pause here for a second because I also have like a beautiful Facebook community and you're more than welcome to step into the Facebook community. I will pop the link below, but I named the Facebook community Wealthy Freelance Writers and I thought about wealthy as a dirty word, as not really, you know, meaningful and especially as a woman, you might think like, oh, you have to give and give and give and not really receive so much back. But ladies, it's 2023. We really have to marry this idea. And I learned that from so many amazing coaches out there 
and so many free resources like the podcast of the wonderful Melissa Ambrosini that has in the show, like at the beginning in the intro, which I don't have yet. I don't have a fancy intro yet. I'm just here talking to you from a very authentic place. And I just want to help you too. I want to provide value for you. But anyway, Marie, not Marie Folio, I'm sorry. She's also obviously a super amazing woman that teaches writing and has like writing classes in terms of her ad copy and everything. But it was Melissa Ambrosini that said in her intro that wealthy is not a dirty word. And that is so true. And that resonated with me because obviously all of us, no matter where you are in the world, money is a resource that should be available to us more and more. And still we are living in this society where there's such a huge pay gap in the corporate world that a lot of women, especially when they like rise up in the career ladder or when they have families and they need to take a break because they're on maternity leave or they just want to do what's natural, what's right for their families, maybe staying at home with their children. I mean, there's no judgment if you do or if you don't. But it just makes me sad that coming back, stepping back into a corporate career comes with so many restrictions, pay cuts, limitations. And I didn't want that for myself. And in 2008, there was a long, long time before I was a mom. I had my first daughter two years ago. She's our only daughter so far, but it was far before I was a mom. But when I started, like I said, I have a hospitality background, which is amazing. I love hospitality. I worked in different hotels and um, different countries. And it was always really exciting. And I really liked it. But there was always that desire in me to write, to share my message with the world. And maybe think back, that would be like a prompt for you to maybe journal about like, this is something what I would love for you to do. If you have time, if you have a journal, pen and paper, I would recommend because you know, it's just so closely related to our subconscious, to our heart, then feel free to journal what comes up for you. I give you different prompts, like in my podcast episodes. And the first prompt here, the very first prompt in my very first podcast would be how did you discover your love for writing? And for a lot of my beautiful clients in my freelance coaching, and for a lot of people that are in my free community, they say to me, and it's the same is true for me, that the love for writing started for them very early in childhood when they were kids. I was maybe seven, eight years old. There was in my kind of like primary school and we had a little like writing exercise. And I remember my teacher that I liked so much, you know, this like, there was still the time where, you know, a teacher was such, you know, a beautiful person for us, you know, before the rebellious teen years. Um, she said to me that your writing is really good. She went to my mom, she told my mom about it. And I was so excited and I was so proud. And I was like, yes, I love writing. And then I always remember that my grandpa, who unfortunately died really young in a car accident, I was only 11 when he passed away, that he was a good writer as well. So it was always something that I connected with my grandpa as well. So I really, really liked writing. I really liked writing from the start. And I wanted to make a career out of it in a way. But this is a thing, you know, like, and this is so true. And it's 
such a shame, but it is so true for so many of us. When you're a woman and you want to, like you, especially when you're young, like, and you have a good connection to your parents or your family, and you say, hey, I want to become a writer. At least that was true for my family. Most of them said, there's no money in writing. It's such a creative endeavor. You cannot make it as a writer. There's only very few who make it. It's kind of like in Germany, we have a saying that's like an, a breadless art. So there's no bread to win in the art of writing. And I believed that for a long time before I really came across different platforms, different freelance platforms that you might know, like it was the equivalent of Upwork and Fiverr back then in Germany. And I started to write little articles, short stories, a little bit of website descriptions. And I made a little bit of money on the side. And it was like my first attempt to get the feel working for clients. And this, I was just proud of myself. You know, I was, I had to pass like a test to get into like the one or the other agency, but it was paid like one to two cents per word. And there was really not a lot of money to make in there, but I still did it because I enjoyed it. And I did this for quite a while. And I sometimes even like worked with a client outside of the agency. And like, in, it was not until 2012, really, that I considered myself like really having like a little bit of a side writing business. But then this desire just went on and on because for me, it was such a beautiful balance. Writing was calm for me or is calm for me. It's still like that. When I sit on and write, it's almost like a meditation. It's almost like I can be in this quiet space for myself. Obviously, like at least I'm a person and I'm an advocate for that. I don't work in the writing um, area. So basically, I don't write more than 20 to 25 hours a week because this is just the breaking point for me. This is where I don't really enjoy it anymore, where I think you know, my quality might dip a little bit just because of that. You know, like it's just so connected. While in hospitality, I had weeks where I worked 60, 80, 90 hours, you know, it is just what it is. That's different. It's like a different type of energy. And I'm also, actually, if you're interested in that, I'm actually also like spiritual. And I do a lot of work in terms of human design and different cycles. And I think there's obviously like this feminine cycle, this feminine energy to writing. So not every week is the same. And I think we really have to acknowledge that. And one of this week was really amazing for me because my new business coach, she had like a, an amazing week. She hosted four amazing sessions that were all around the topic of rebirth. And I feel like I'm rebirthing my business right now because like since a while, especially since I became a mom, I have that strong calling, not only helping people with my writing, because obviously, if you write for money, and I will dive deeper into that, writing is a service. It is really a service because you as a writer, it might flow so naturally to you. And you might think that everyone can write, but actually not everyone can write and not everyone enjoys it. Tracy, who's an amazing client, in my group, she said that she had a, a really interesting conversation with an engineer. And he said, Tracy, I really envy you because you can write. For me, it's so difficult 
to write. I just cannot do it. And she said, well, but you're an engineer. Like what you do, I could never do what you do. And he said, well, for me, this is easy. And we just have to acknowledge that. And we just have to give ourselves this credit that if you can write, it's a beautiful gift. And it's something that you can also monetize. And it is safe. Ladies, it is safe to monetize your writing. It is okay. It's a service. There's so, so, so many people out there in the need of a human like you writing in your area of expertise. And we will dive into that in the next couple of episodes here. But your area of expertise, it might be in writing articles about parenting, writing about health. It might be, and this is true for me, more the research-based writing where you really have to like sit down and find out some facts, which I really enjoy. And I didn't know that I would enjoy it so much before I did it. And that is why with my writers in my group, I really encourage them. And I really would encourage you to not do the thing that a lot of people say, niche down, niche down. You have to pick your niche, you know, especially when you start out. I think this is really overwhelming because, for example, another lady in my course, she did a whole copywriting class and got a certificate and everything actually a lot of writers did that because copywriting is quite the thing and when you look online copywriting is usually paid well copywriting basically means that you write with like a specific strategy behind it so people take action like it's really a little bit marketing related especially for business to like business to business business to consumer clients that you write for them in a very specific way But anyway, the point I wanted to make is if you don't know really what's out there, you don't, and if you don't try it, you don't really know what you enjoy. And this is so important. It's so important. I encourage my writers that they play around, that they learn from me all the different types of writing that's out there. It could be script writing. It could be writing for a TV show. It could be writing articles it could be writing blogs it could be writing short stories it could be it could be proofreading it could be translations you know proofreading is also kind of like a little bit of a writing i mean not a little bit it's a lot of writing related art because especially when you like um help someone in like improving their quality like it's also a really important service and especially for me i'm not a good proofreader i'm a good writer but i'm not a good proofreader because I like, especially with my own work, I find it extremely difficult because I pick it apart and I, I'm like too critical with myself then. And if someone reads it with a fresh pair of eyes, it's just so much powerful, so much more powerful. Anyways, but basically back to my story, I, yeah, I had a few failure, failures in my career. I had clients online that ran away with my script That cost me like thousands and thousands of euros because, you know, I was writing in Germany and then I got discouraged and I stopped and I didn't really want to have this chase. I wanted to write. I didn't want to chase clients. I didn't want to like cold pitch because, you know, like this is another thing. A lot of people say you just have to, you just have to quote unquote, like write a hundred messages online on LinkedIn every single day, chase clients back for work, basically. Or you have to apply for like 
I don't know, 50 different jobs online on Fiverr, on Upwork, which is so exhausting. It is just so exhausting. And that is why I kind of like quit and got discouraged. But a lot of things changed back in 2016 when I met my wonderful now husband and father of my little daughter, Spencer, in America. And being from Germany, I had a student visa in America, but I could not legally work in America. I had this innate, like this immense feeling that this is the man for me. And I really wanted to make this relationship work. But I was, I couldn't support myself. I had to make money. So I didn't have any other choice than to pick up a flexible job that I could do from wherever in this world. And that is why I picked back up really freelance writing. And I knew, okay, I have to take it serious. I have to do it proper. You know, this time it really has to work out. I really have to make money because obviously I was in my early 30s back then. And I, obviously it's different. Like it was different for me writing when I still had a full-time hospitality job and like just making a little bit of money on the side to maybe go on vacation than to really support myself with an income writing. And obviously I didn't want to work or didn't want to write 40, 80, 90 hours a week <laughs> because it's just, it would have been just too much. Anyway, I started to work with a with an amazing mentor in personal development. I tried a few different things and I applied for two to three months and I heard a lot of no's, but then... It clicked in one week. I got signed with three different professional agencies. And this is the core of my work because this is what I'm doing for my clients. I help them get signed with professional agencies because basically what that does is getting you automated client, an automated client influx. You don't have to like negotiate your prices because the agency charges a really high price to the client for a really high quality. Don't just... So don't get discouraged from like me saying a really high quality because, you know, this is another thing than delivering this high quality, but I'm teaching that as well. And I'm touching upon that in my podcast, how to deliver that, how to work with like that psychology of working with these quote unquote high paying clients, which is actually so much easier than working with someone that you met like on Upwork or Fiverr that says it's $50. That's all I can pay for this project. No matter if you work on it like 12 hours or whatever, I don't care. Obviously, like if you calculate how much you would make an hour, it just wouldn't make sense financially for you. And I don't want that for you. So what being signed with an agency means is that I was so happy. I couldn't believe it. It meant I woke up every single day with new projects in my inbox. I just had to click the ones that I liked. And then I was so in such a short amount of time able to make up to five figures a month writing from, from home, from wherever I was traveling and that in 20 to 25 hours a week. And it was just so amazing. And why is that? Because these projects are highly paid. The hours I set aside for my writing, I could just focus on my writing and not had to go out and upwork on Fiverr, see where's my next client coming from? Where's my next client coming from? Because this is exhausting. Like if you have to write and then you have to see, you have to keep it going, you have to keep the ball 
rolling. Where's my next client coming from? Where's my next client coming from? This is exhausting. I mean, there's also a little bit of another strategy that I teach. But ultimately, what we want for you is getting signed with clients either via an agency or directly, but you have a high price tag. You know how much money is coming in every single month. It's very planable. You can go on vacation because you can figure out figure it out like so easy when my daughter when I was pregnant with my daughter I was I had the goal of saving up 20k before I went on maternity leave I was on maternity leave for one and a half years I saved up 20k in just a couple of months writing and I didn't stress out too much I was pregnant and I relaxed and it was beautiful and I want the same for you I want this flexibility for you if you are a woman dreaming maybe you are like a copywriter already content writer or whatever it might be my love there's so much opportunity out there and it's just about marrying this right strategy with the clients that you could sign and this is a beauty of that podcast this is all what I'm teaching and this is what I'm standing for and I love the people in my community I really had like Wow, I'm so blown away. Over the past couple of months, I met so many amazing women that were in my group and I, and are still in my group and in my community and in my heart. And I grew so much over the past couple of months as a coach, as a person, as a mom, creating that freedom for others. It's just a dream come true. And I just love it so much. And I'm still writing. I still... Right, not as much as I did before because obviously I want to have enough time for my daughter. I want to have enough time for my husband. I want to have enough time for running the household. You know, it's like all part of the female existence, you know. But I welcome you no matter what you identify as or where you come from, what your background is, what your country is. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so much for listening. This was the very first episode, a little bit of a backstory about me and my mission and what I bring in this world. And I thank you so much for being here. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. I pop my email below as well. And I speak to you very, very soon. Thank you so much. Bye. 